0: Welcome to Commagers, I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim
1: DeSanto. And I'm Katie, Dame of Whistledon. <laughs> Whistleton.
2: Whistleton. Weaseltown. down. <laughs> Weasel,
0: <laughs> And today we are discussing Kristen Stewart in her Oscar nominated role as Lady Di in Spencer. But first, as always, we ask the most pressing question of every episode. What are we drinking this episode? Just Tea water for everyone Tea Just for straight everyone.
2: water for me tonight.
1: Yeah.
0: The straight water, huh? straight, really, like hit it hard. Yeah. Uh,
1: neat water, neat. I should neat. be having tea. I've been sick all week. Yeah. Uh, I thought I would take this opportunity to have a little whiskey and call it a medicinal drink. Wow. Well, um, I have it in some cider. I was like, That's <laughs> a, a lot, lot of whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of whiskey. Well, just, we'll
0: just clean everything <laughs> out. You going to clean everything out there with that. Just take care of it.
1: I'm going Burn back to work tomorrow. Hopefully this is a good Bur- wager that I'm making.
0: Very, I'm very badly burnt.
2: <laughs> Nuke it from orbit. That's the only way to be sure.
0: Uh, I am uh, jumping in kind of the whiskey game here a little bit, oh, but I'm drinking, uh, but not r- not really. Barrel um, aged something barrel um, age. This is the Newburg Brown Ale Aged in Spirit um, Lab Whiskey Barrels. It oh, so looks very British. Yes, so it was something i had left over from christmas so
1: mm-hmm. it's the last brian lives christmas in years. new england oh well done names mm-hmm. well
0: not to well be paid. confused with actual england mm-hmm. which is the lovely setting of this but before we, we start lovely? we have to give a special shout out to our friends chris and mike yeah at no limits um a mitra podcast they are releasing their 100th episode Kyle so Mills congratulations. Well Mike to
1: Flynn Mitch rap i got all the names Mike Mike mm-hmm. Flynn yeah uh,
0: no. didn't yeah. didn't get any of those right but
1: Kyle cheers Mills. to that anyway Kyle Mills?
0: Kyle Mills you got right yeah. there you go you got one thing right <laughs> Thank
2: that's you. Good. middle lefty <laughs> left-handed middle reliever for the Mets
0: <laughs> yes circa 98 <laughs> yes he was fabulous reliever um but oh. congratulations guys for you on that uh okay. and now it is time to hear what Spencer is about cuz you're if you're like me didn't know much about it before
1: we watched it. I had no idea it, we were watching the Princess Die movie. <laughs> <laughs> when you yeah. said we were watching Spencer. I had no idea. I thought we
0: were watching Spencer for you hire.
1: Answers? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every time we got it. No, you
1: had got you got got it right last week. week. Last week. I practiced good, right so good.: You got it right. Today I showered <laughs>
0: <laughs> instead of
1: practicing. I appreciate the shower, Jim. Do you? I do. I yeah. do.
0: Good job. Mm,
1: I was trying to think of a um, a British newscaster. I don't know any of them.
0: Well, you don't watch British news, so you're probably no, not going to have that No, I don't. I don't.
1: You just be, uh, oh, Pierce
0: Morgan. No, no, no. He's
2: not in journalist
1: Princess Diana <laughs> no, that's fair. would just like to stay home with her sons playing games or leave the house for some adventuring. She would really like to do anything that she wasn't told to do or wear or say. She would like her husband to stop sleeping with another woman. She would like someone, anyone, to admit what a horror show this royal life is. How it feels like you're being watched every minute. Like you are slowly being consumed for the good of the country. Well, I guess that's a job for you and me. Mm. We have to whisper. Uh, Whisper. Very quiet. We have to whisper about this movie. quiet. Uh,
0: Quiet. Okay. Let's not whisper our grades of the week on a scale of a plus through F. Where does Spencer fall? Katie. Uh,
1: This was not my favorite movie. Um, I gave footloose a B. I will give this a B plus because I understand the artistic goals of it. I see them. I recognize them. Just wasn't quite my flavor. Okay.
0: B plus is for a bad grade, it's not a bad grade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's I felt bad giving it a B. That could be like the tagline. It's better, it's than, better than
2: I would rather watch you're, Footloose again. You're making a distinction between the grade of the movie and your taste.
0: I know.
1: Yes. That's good. Okay, great. I like that. That's fine. Uh, Jim,
0: what are
2: you going to give it? I'm giving it a B. A solid okay. B. That's a good grade for you. Yeah, I liked it. I I, I like this movie.
0: I'm going to go you see I'm kind of torn here because I the highest grade I've given so far this year is a B plus. Mm-hmm. Um, really? And I that's true. Yes. That, you have that is no true. A's this year? No A's Ryan, this your year. Your grading
1: curve has gotten a lot harder.
0: Yeah What's I'm a little deeper? more picky this year sure. uh, but I do think I maybe enjoyed this movie the I think it might be the best of the movies we see. I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed ghost, but I'll give it a B plus as well. So I'll keep it right in that category. Cause I think there's the other movies we watched this year that I could that have given B pluses that I could put it in the same category with. So I will give it a B plus as well. All right, And with that, we start to delve into this movie that Jim selected. And why don't we just say well, off the top, we're, we're picking next few episodes, movies that received Oscar nominations, from this year, and this was Jim's choice. Uh, one that I had heard about but didn't know much about and was not really on my radar. So, what put it on your radar as something to see?
2: Um, I listened to Kristen Stewart on the Dak Shepherd podcast, and I, and then all the other movies that I was thinking about were not available, and this one was available free.
0: Well, well, there and you I go. And I was like, Oh,
2: that's a that's pretty not, good I, No, well, no. Yeah. The, the way they talked about it made me want to see it. I, and I actually heard um, Paul Shear and Amy Nich- Nicholson talking about it on Unspooled um, when they were talking about a little of the Oscar stuff. So it, it sounded interesting to me. Um, yeah. So
0: I was, I'm going to say right off the bat, shocked by this movie because I thought it was going to be just a straight up biopic <laughs> of Princess Di and I had almost no interest in, in watching it at all but it hooked me almost immediately when I started to realize that oh this is not what I, I thought know why it was it going you. to be at all it why? hooked
2: you because the bad guy from Mission Impossible was in it
0: wow that was a big one yeah <laughs> Sean Harris the was in it he's the, no, cook, the, the cook the head chef oh he's so good
1: he, yeah, he, he looks so much kinder. He was my favorite part of the movie.
0: Yes, he does look very kind. <laughs> he was great. He? But this movie is... I, I'm not a fan of biopics, usually. Um, and this movie I enjoyed because it... It's, it's not, clearly, it's not a bio, biopic. it's really. not a biopic and that's what i thought it was to be honest i hadn't done a lot of research into it but i was like uh i don't know if yeah really it's not telling it. her it's life story die movie or I don't something like that's that what
1: defines it as
2: a biopic no but that's the well i should should clarify that's the kind of biopic that brian doesn't like yeah i don't like, like these the rookie long style or, like okay we're gonna take life like
0: yeah situ- but even i'm not even a fan how many of, movies do that
1: yeah, a lot do. Oh, I, no. no, I think a most, lot do, most, actually. Most, whatever we want to call it, most movies that are based on a real human being mm-hmm. take a portion of their life to okay. focus on. No, I, yeah, but I, I mean, I this is a very do small... a big
0: overview of it, and then they lock into a certain time period. My point is that this... One of my issues with biopics is that they tend to try to stay too close to real life. And this film really doesn't do that. So it's almost like a film inspired by the life of Princess Diana. I, I almost like could enjoy this film not even knowing who Princess Diana was. And that is why I think I enjoyed it as much as I did.
2: Yeah, well, they say that right off the bat, right? There's that uh, disclaimer that says something like a fable based on a true story. Yeah,
0: which I love. I mean, that, that aspect to it, like that intrigued me immediately. And I was okay with this because it was, if it was going to be like the crown or some of these other documentaries and things that have been done on princess Diana, I'm like, that's been done before what is going to be interesting about this to me. And this movie was completely interesting to me in a lot of ways. Artistically. Yeah. All right. So a number one, let's just start out with Kristen Stewart because She is the nominee for this movie. Um, And I will admit, I am probably not the hugest Kristen Stewart fan. I don't, you know, I think her work recently has been much better, but I was never into the Twilight movies, never. I think we watched one of them maybe one time. Um, But she is really good in this.
1: Katie? Um. Yeah, her voice well, really bothered me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you can't, well, I, don't know. Katie, Katie I was, was really like, bothered by her voice. In
2: between... So we watched it in two sittings, and in between, Katie was like, you know, what's going on with her voice? And so we watched... Like, I didn't remember Princess Di's voice. It wasn't a thing that I, like... No, had did it match it?
0: So this is interesting. No, but it's happen.
2: not as far off as Katie thought it was.
1: I so, I, for uh, my taste. I guess. Like, I,
2: I, I did not... I watched the interview with Princess Di, and I thought for being like a public appearance speaking on television, she was only slightly louder than Kristen Stewart.
1: Mm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, um, I, I struggled through this movie. I, yeah. I felt she was also sick. Very, very sick. I was also very sick. So that could play a part of, I wasn't, I wasn't my best self. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I struggled with like the prior knowledge piece of like coming into this movie as somebody who definitely I was in a household where we paid attention to the royal family like I mm, I knew okay. Diana's story I knew uh-huh. the kids like that was... We were like a People Magazine family. Like I was...
0: And you're using was, People Magazine as your historical reference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, but I
1: mean, I, I did, I did, I think, take a little bit of a deep dive. She died when we were in high school. Um, you know, I read a lot of the things. I, so I feel like I had a sense of yeah. the sinister nature of that dynamic and what Diana was dealing with. So I had a hard time separating that from this movie and i do think i think it's hard to take on a story that i was arguing with jim that is is pretty recent he was saying well you know it is 30 years ago true most of the people in this film are still alive the the real humans of this movie besides diana are still alive even queen elizabeth right like the oldest member of this little uh, diorama mm-hmm. is still kicking. Um, We don't really see her husband at all in this movie. Um, so I, I don't know. I struggled with that. I struggled with my feelings of like how it's portraying Diana and how I felt about that. And so well, how I, did just... you
0: feel about it? What was okay? So you know more about this. I do not like the Royal family. I don't get people's obsession with it. Yeah. So, I mean, I know a little bit about her, but not a dive into it where I would be able to tell what was real. Like, what about the portrayal? Cause I think from an acting perspective, it was in- very interesting to yeah. me how so she played it. I, I don't know how close it is to princess Diana. Though. Obviously That's it portrays
1: her as, as having a mental break. Right. I mean, like you could argue that she's portrayed in a schizophrenic light using the classic definition that she is seeing things that are not actually happening. Right. Um,
2: See, I yeah, it's interesting you should say that because I didn't take. Yeah, I I understand that the um, the mental health aspect of it was very present, but like that wasn't that all admitted to. Well, later so, down the road, I mean, but, she
1: really did have bulimia right, during and, time, and yes. then
2: and then, but I didn't see her as having a mental break in this movie. Oh, really? I thought that was a revelation. What do you mean? Like at at the end when she the revelation was finally like that she was just done that that was the beginning of her being done with the royal family
1: oh yeah i don't know that's interesting i mean i i think we could talk about the ending and how you're supposed to interpret that um you know again it's it's to me it's hard to take this out of the framework of that you know she's going to to die you know Mm -hmm. that you know that there's going to be a divorce you know that there's going to be upheaval you know that charles and camilla are going to end up together like it's hard to separate the known information and just let this be its own yeah. piece. Um, but then even within that, I don't know. I, I feel like I've seen this style of storytelling done before and I've seen it done better. It didn't, it didn't feel new and different to me. It felt like kind of a same treatment applied to a new story. You know, see, see above The favorite. See above. Macbeth. Shakespeare. Like,
2: I I don't know. Like, the... I don't think any of that is as relevant. Because it's not real. Okay. And so, like, I think part of what they were trying to do is... Is... Draw your sympathies to her. And to that situation. And sort of what... What part does that play? And sort of... Can... Like, can you put yourself in in that position?
1: So one of my questions was, does she really come off as sympathetic? Because I would argue that she doesn't.
2: Oh, really?
0: Oh, I do.
1: I I thought she does. mm, I I think they played way too much with the line of, like, her having choice in all of this and, like, her son's role in it and, like, them, like, everybody around her trying to convince her to, like... Just get through it, survive it, sort of thing, and and her appearing weak at times. I, I, I through most of it, I don't know. I I don't.
2: Yeah, I think you're carrying a lot to that, like because I think anybody else could have the exact opposite reaction based on what they're feeling. Because like to me, it's not about her being weak; it's the fact that she's so strong that she is not going to just submit, and and continue to live in a way that would seem like giving up.
0: It's almost to me, like an awakening element, like a movie. And this is a weird parallel, maybe. And I'm crazy of thinking this, but I, I felt there were moments that were almost matrix X, like she's waking up from what she's been in and she's like challenging that and she's seeing things also, but I don't think it's weak at all. I kind of go with Jim. I think it's like strong. Like she's fighting against like this idea of being a part of this system. And like that resistance to it and breaking away from it was, it was intriguing me that points of time with, and, and the way they did that I found to be really interesting, which is, you know, a lot of the choices, I feel like they made in this film were obviously exaggerated ways to show her wanting to break away mm. from it. And th- so I don't think she came across as weak at all. I and mean, maybe just my perception of it. I thought she was one of the stronger characters in terms of like, you know, when she stands up and says, I don't want my kid shooting. I don't want my, you know, she's, she's rebelling against that where you see everybody else is this very like kind of flat character. Like all the royals are so flat. There's nothing about them, and she is being perceived to be crazy. But is she really crazy? You know, Uh, the way that the way you
1: get the story through her eyes, yes, Uh, yes, she is having breaks from reality. She is imagining herself as Anne Boleyn. She is she is imagining herself eating pearls with the soup, like. Yes, the portrayal of her is that she is not mentally well. Right. And I don't think you can argue with that. That's no one's not a third ar- person. Yeah. No. Sorry. No, no one's
2: arguing with you about that. I think the, what we're talking about is that that is not... That is not a character flaw of Diana in this movie. That is a result of what she's going through. Okay. Is that not present in the movie for you? You don't have anything to compare it against.
1: So, I mean, like... I think it's pretty like, explicit that, like, she is... Beyond stress and except that they everybody around her acts as though this is normal. This is what they expect of her. Except the chef who's like referencing back to like the first time that she you know, the Diana she was basically before she before Yeah. before when she, she was but 18 was the, years old. But
0: don't, didn't you think that was the point of it? I thought like yeah. that she has is starting to crack mentally, obviously, but this is an awakening to her that like she has to go through this and then, you know, she comes out the other side at this end of this. Maybe, I mean, I, I guess it is open to your ter- interpretation of what she does at the end. Like, is that her finally coming through and realizing Like, no, I'm okay. Like my interpretation is that she went through all this, the house, all the crate. This was like darkest before the dawn. And then she comes out the other side of it and she's like, no, I'm taking my kids. I'm driving off. We're driving in our car. We're going to go get KFC. Great choice, by the way, Um, (laughs) and sit here and be normal. And like this is what she had to go through to get there. And I thought Sean Harris As the chef, I thought that that line was purposeful there, right? Like who you were when you got here versus now. And that's laying out that, no, she wasn't an unstable person her entire life. Like this is what has created that in her. And that in my mind, she was probably strong that she's even fighting it because she could have just caved like all these other people did right and just you know they'll tell you what to wear you wear what you're supposed to wear this is when you're supposed to get to dinner this is like, like right what that life is but this really the director does not like the royal family right Pretend so the like, writer of this film
2: It it is interesting that I think I think a lot of this the context of like her basically being gaslit by the entire country right which is like she knows that her husband's cheating on her. We won't, the, the public won't get a full admission to that until years from this.
0: Yeah. And so like, it's just tacitly approved. Right. Like right. Oh, the, the Prince is going to cheat on her. Like who cares? Right? Right, right. And that's even with like the whole thing of Henry VIII, right? Like, yeah, it's all these wives and some yeah, them yeah. were killed and people still love him.
2: Yeah. And so, and the idea of like, th- there's a lot of speak of, you know, using her, as currency for different things I, I yeah I, I kind of took the whole movie as like the idea of almost like a like a falling down but instead of like all these little things leading up to like a guy shooting people or you know going crazy with a gun she just decides to say f it and I'm not going to play the game anymore uh, is how I took the ending. That like she was freed from like her like struggle to like want to stay and do do the things and but but the kind of conflict she has with what that would mean, what she would have to give up of herself to do that. The question I have is: You get a very quick scene with the queen. Where it's just the two of them. And I don't know what they were trying to do with that scene. So it, I don't know. Maybe that plays a little bit more to what Katie was talking about. Is that like the queen comes off like an awful person until this moment, because you, your expectation is that she's the mastermind behind all of this. And what you quick, what you realize, I guess, and I'm sort of like talking it through. I
0: um, I feel like you're talking yourself to what I think. Yeah, so so was.
2: it's basically like the queen gave up what she needed to give up to do that job and Diana's not doing that. And so like, she she basically says, you know, I, I didn't wear or Diana says, I liked your dress on the, you know, whatever. And she says, oh yeah, and it wasn't picked up on my dresser or whatever. So like the queen recognizes that she's you know
1: i don't know whether that was like a n- little nod like i mean i think that's the only way to to read that moment but it it feels strangely isolated against everything else See, Yeah, the queen was all was part there... of
2: the machine as well right yeah, i mean yeah, so if was. that's
1: true then in that you know in that 24 48 hours where she's breaking down you know like for her to have that little moment of conversation and like nothing else, like it makes it feel pointless, right? Like that. Yes, I see. Yes, I see you, but we don't need to talk about what's happening. That's
0: that's the statement in itself. And I think they play this in some other dialogue, right? Like when she's talking to um, Prince William and he basically, and she says to him, do you want to be King? And he's like, well, I have no choice. And I think that's an idea they're playing like on in this. And that's what she's kind of saying. Like we're currency, you know, she is kind of evil, even though she says this is what I've become, but she's also chosen to become that. And I think they're using that bit of dialogue Mm. to show like she could choose to just go along with this. And then this is the person who she's going to become. If she if she chooses to do that, like William, if I just choose to be King, like, He doesn't. He's not good at shooting whatever, and and like he will just become his dad, and that will be recycled as that idea because they keep hammering home this idea constantly of like, no, no, this is you just have to do this. Well, why do we have to do this? Because that's what's been done before, right? And this whole idea they talk, yeah, for your country or we don't live in the future here. the the past is the present. Like this idea again and again of like there being no choice and no thing. So I I felt like they just used that piece of dialogue to show like if she just followed suit, she would have become Queen Elizabeth.
1: But but wouldn't that only be if Queen Elizabeth had said that she did wear what the dresser had picked out?
0: But I think that was her kind of nod. Like I I can be a bit of a rebel too. Like maybe they're trying to echo the fact that like, I thought I was like you at the beginning. You know, I would have done something like you in the past. But and she's I still doing it.
1: Right, 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 right. Kind of. Right, but I, there's, I guess, see, see, that's the, the I thing. mean, if that's what we're going to make well, no. the big thing about, no, the, like, because we're I, not wearing the outfit. There was right? so that's many, so there, much of this, the conversation. But was she,
0: was the queen making the big deal about it or is the apparatus about that? No, like, no. I get the thing yeah, that, like, would the queen even care no, about that?
2: No, the queen wouldn't care. But the idea that, like, everybody in this movie is offering her advice on like how to just give up and do the thing like and become what the royal family needs her to be but they're not none of them are saying like we need you to do this they're all saying your country needs you to do this because it's like the right thing to do it's it's what you should do and yeah she doesn't like no one's being asked to carry as much water in that relationship as she is Right? Like, she's the only one that has the profile that she has at that moment because of what's going on with her and her husband. Right? Like, no one else is facing what she's facing. She makes no. that point to, to, to Charles, right? She says, like, you're not they're not, not coming after they're you. They're not
0: equal. There's not equal. Yeah. They're not, they're not for this.
2: They're not, you know, they're not after you the way that they're after me. Well, and he and blames it on her being her, like, yes, her agreed. being her basically is yes. like, because you're Which not doing ridiculous. the things we're asking you to do. So it's sort of like that. Yeah, it's, it's making well, her feel even more crazy because he's saying like, if you weren't crazy, this wouldn't be happening.
0: Well, right? yeah, like, and he even <laughs> says, right. He says to her, I'm pretty sure it's him. He's like, you need to be two people. Yeah, he does. like getting to that idea of the schizophrenic element. And I wondered if the writers were playing at that a little bit as well. He's like, no, no, you have to be two people. You have to be the real you, which you can't show anyone, basically, except the people in these walls. And you're not even supposed to do that. Right. Because they constantly tell you everybody's listening. Yeah. But then you have to be the person they take pictures of. And that's like a crazy idea. And I would think that this whole thing is insane But look at what has happened with her kids and tell me this is not the choice that went there. Right. Like William and Harry, like Harry did not want to do that. And he has been exiled and basically kicked out to the West Coast of America with no titles and anything because he would not play that game. And then you have William, who I think probably had the burdens of like, I have to do this. Right. This is this is who I have to be. This is what I have to yeah. do. And, and I think that it, it, to me, I don't get, I don't get the obsession with the Royal family. I think it is crazy in 2022 that that situation is still going on that we're seeing in this movie, but the things we're seeing in this movie obviously are still going on because we're seeing it it at play with her kids still today.
2: Yeah, the difference is, though, like when you think about Diana and when um, when she passed away, like she's sort of coming to the end. It's, it's around that time where where I think that idea of like obviously the paparazzi and things like that are still out of control, right? Oh, but, crazy. At that point, we had zero sympathy, like as a populace, we had zero sympathy and empathy for anybody of status who was complaining about that kind of situation. And I think that has changed drastically since then.
1: Yeah, the line that's quoted so, uh, supposed to be like months after this, that Diana confronts Camilla and says, I want my husband back. And Camilla basically, I think she's quoted as saying to Diana, You have everything. You Have everything, what more do you want? And I think that's sort of the yeah, maybe the popular opinion of maybe anybody well, in a situation of power and wealth, right? I, right, I, right.
0: I would agree, and I also think to, to Jim's point, I think we've gotten better at understanding like how organizations like the royal family manipulate the media to package. Like she was sold out. Right. Like she was dimed out when she left and she was everything was negative about her. And I think we've gotten slightly better at understanding how groups like them like there are a lot of people nationally, even even in England now who are not willing to abide by just, you know, the royal family planting stories on people yeah Not everyone I, but, but at least people are more aware of what is being done because there's more media outlets and people can get their stories out there a little bit yeah. more than back then when it was just like a few newspapers and they basically controlled the And we
2: newspapers. still believed in journalism.
0: <laughs> yes, well, we thought that they were ethical.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it, it it I I found it a fascinating movie and, and interesting. Um yeah.
0: I found it uh, just as uh, like a, a secondary discussion here. The filmmaking of it, I think is spectacular. If you like strip the story away from it, this has the feel. First of all, it had the feel of an A 24 movie to me yeah. in terms of some of the choices they made, but it also had this amazing, like 1970s, almost Kubrick. And Katie brought up the favorite. And I felt that with the Argus a little bit in it, in terms of some of the choices they made, which is why I think I probably liked it more than if I just based based on the story. Like, I think I'd be closer to Katie if I solely based it just on the story here. But I thought some of the choices they make in terms of cinematography, sound score, things like that make this really interesting and worth seeing again.
2: Yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot in that regard. There, there are some choices with like, the random conversations that are written in this movie that are a little like, I don't know. Like, uh, I guess they didn't want to lean too much on like, like the creepy wormtail guy who is like the, the main butler of the house. That was a
0: completely made up character. Yeah, that was he, that element of it was not true at all. He's
2: really creepy. And he has this conversation with her about like to do you know, for your country and blah, blah, blah. And about his friend dying and, you know, all this stuff. It, it's just like a, a weird, there's like no natural way for that conversation to happen. So it doesn't really make sense. Um, so I, yeah, I didn't like that part a lot. I would have been, it would have been more impactful to me if he was just, if he was just kind of scary and threatening in that way. But the story's not scary or threatening i don't I don't know
1: what do you think well, the purpose so obviously there's this notion of like uh, food like the consuming of her yeah it felt like it was very heavy handed to me the, like the constant shots to the kitchen and the making of the food. I don't know I felt like well she th- was leaning like too I much don't... on that device and not like if we wanted to tell the the story like the the true horror of the story it was interesting to me that there really wasn't much provided about camilla and the role that that played in how diana felt about her marriage in particular her relationship with her family and and then the you know, the, the people who are with her in the every day, like her relationship with her with with the dresser and and
0: well, who is a made up character, unfortunately.
1: But that person, you know, traditionally there is a relationship and traditionally she would have a specific person who would travel with her. Like she wouldn't just show up there alone. Like she would have an assistant. Well, they who would be her person. Tell me I
2: missed it. She bugged out from where they were. She like yeah, they she just ran they, off.
0: That's she, how went on then, her own.
1: But didn't. But then wouldn't those people eventually.
0: Well, and they did eventually show, show up, up, though. They did eventually. That was her dresser who was there. And then they kicked her out because Maggie. the curtain was open. Yeah. yeah. And all that other type of stuff it, to me was interesting. Like visually in this, I thought they did some some stuff that was interesting with the kitchen. Uh, to me, I was curious, like. The whole food thing, like she was re- re- the rejection of the food. I feel like so much of this was a constantly and heavy handed at times. Like, I don't like that discussion with the butler at all, where he's talking about the front. I just thought that was unnecessary, but it's almost like her body is rejecting everything about the the royal family in some way like Mm. she's rejecting the clothes and that's why she wants the scarecrow coat she's rejecting the food because look at she has no problem like the the bleemiest that She's going and eating from KFC at the end. Once she's rejected them, she even rejects like that. She doesn't even eat that souffle that he made to her. That was well. Her she, she eats, eats while go. she's in the building. No, it's know, just know, not but, as it's not, it's not
1: as they want her to. Except it's exactly, not when they want her. Except to. the
2: idea of like her eating the shame of the pearls.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Which is interesting. I I just like visually I thought that. I, and again, I think that's that that cry I was I awful. like. Oh, my God. Oh, but that's why I like this. But I have to be very clear. This isn't a wheelhouse of a type of movie I like. I like the 70s style vibe. I like the like the Kubrick shining vibe of the way they shoot the castle here and the the castle itself, like the choices they make. Like one of the great shots I love that I've seen probably this year is the pool table whole pool table sequence with her and Charles and the way they use the lens to make the table feel a thousand times longer Mm -hmm. than a pool table would be to signify the distance between that relationship. Like that sequence alone. I love, I love how they did it and shot it. But again, did that really happen? No. If I'm watching a movie on Lady Die and I want to see a lady die movie. And I'm, is, is that something I want? No, but that's probably why I'd like it because I don't have any interest in that type of movie. So mm-hmm. artistically, the choices they made, the score choices they made was definitely, I, I would have to think, influenced by The Shining in some way that the choices, they, the beats they use for this, because this is not scored as you would score kind of a, a film of this style usually. There was an eeriness to it. Yeah, in
2: it's influence. all like discordant or orchestral music. Yeah.
0: What do we think about Kristen Stewart and what this role probably meant to her? Cause I felt that was interesting, Jim, you heard her on with Dax. What did she say drew her to this? Cause this, this has to be an interesting choice, right? You pick an American to play this role. It's like, in my mind, I was thinking like when they picked Robert Downey Jr. to play, yeah. um, sherlock holmes right you're taking this iconic english person of the 20th century that's a bold choice to make to go and play something like that
2: yeah they didn't really talk a lot about like why she went and did the movie but they talked mostly about the porsche that she drove well,
0: around, and apparently, that that's is pretty. Kristen Seward
2: is a collector of cars, like that's her oh, thing. She? Like, yeah, she, she, so she, does she have one
0: of those? She, now? Ha-
2: I don't know if she has that exact car, but she has a bunch of Porsches, okay. Um, but yeah, the I, I, what I, I read that the director liked her performance because it, and and this is, I, I didn't know whether to take this as sort of like a cop out or not, but. He's basically said that she has a way of trying to, like, the, the way that she delivered the lines basically gave him what he wanted, which was the idea that she's trying so hard to convey the, like, the feeling that she's going through, but you still can't really understand it. And I didn't know kind of what that, that
0: no, but that's actually like well, that is kind of interesting, right? Because here you have Kristen Stewart trying to play Princess Di as an American, and probably it, just like Princess Di was trying to play the role of the ideal princess, yeah, right? I know. That's it, that's intriguing. I actually I just found her performance interesting, and her and Robert Pattinson and his Batman is coming out now. I, I just have a lot of respect for them post like what they were they were thrown in the spotlight and all that stuff and they've made choices that I find to be really interesting they did not go well yeah but that but I mean after that was pre but I thought they both have made really interesting independent choices to be in films and actually act and it's probably easy when you have the Twilight money. I'm sure they made a yeah. boatload of cash for those movies, but they they, I, I just appreciate them. And I thought she did great because she's front and center with the choices here they made. It was almost at times it reminded me of Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs when Jonathan Demme chose a lot of those tight close ups. It's a lot just on her that she has to convey in some of these scenes. Yeah. Love it. Katie, as a person who used to enjoy reading about the royal family and stuff, can you just explain why people care about it before we stop talking about like, what is the connection that makes people want to care uh, about these people? Because they were kind of playing on that idea a little bit, too. Right. She's like when the royal family, like in 100 years, it's like one word you associate with these with us, right, in history. So, why are people still caught up in that world? What I is it that think it's makes the last interested?
1: real connection to princesses? Yeah. White princesses. Yep. I, well, they they got the, rid of
0: the non-white princess pretty fast. It's yeah. the they're, like, they're like you're going to have to leave the fairy country.
1: fairy tale that's still real. That's it? Yeah. And and that I mean that makes sense for the the tagline of the film. I just you know so it, when we're thinking about what happened because of the role that the royal family plays in like public opinion doesn't it feel like this movie then just kind of does the same thing like while the movie is criticizing what's done to the humans that are just trying to live their lives inside of the machine, the movie kind of does the same thing. Like, Do you think, though? Yeah, I mean, her sons have grown up watching their mother become both, both a sinner and a saint in public opinion, have her whole life dissected by the public, and this just does it again.
0: Well, it's interesting, too. It's like, do you I think ever- that's interesting,
1: because I think you're...
2: Based on our conversation today, you're finding very little to like about her in the movie. And that's how and that informs that
1: statement, right? So like I don't and so like do you think that you think well I, I can't imagine I don't know. I can't imagine them watching this. No, but
2: I can't imagine them watching anything.
0: That, that, well, I don't think they watch
1: the yeah, crown like I that, don't think they watch any
2: of That's this stuff. you know that's self preservation right like right. It, that's just not good for you. But no matter what what it is good or bad but um yeah like I, I I yeah so like even if it's if it's just a good story like what what are you saying you would put it on that same level? You would say the same thing about a story that was just like glowingly like Diana was the greatest human
1: ever? I don't think I would put it on the same
2: level. No. But then, Um, but then, then I would say no. Then it's not playing into the same zeitgeist of royalty.
1: Well, I guess the difference there is whether you're attempting to like put the person up on a a pedestal or not, right? So I don't think. you've made the. Yeah. So like this is going the other way. The
2: disagreement that we're having is that. You think this movie is trying to knock her down a few pegs, and I don't think that's the intent in the movie. So, like, that's where we yeah, don't I, see. I, I don't I do see think that. That's but, so
0: interesting because I didn't yeah. see it either. I thought that this, to me, at the end, was her moving on, and obviously, but I don't right. Know. But that, that doesn't mean yeah, that. It's you, it, like,
1: it's hard to separate. Right? Like, you can't separate that is, from like when I've she said, says, said, "Do you think they'll do- kill me?" Like, she is literally killed by well, by the paparazzi. That's fair. Right? Like, by, again, like that device kills her. So the victory at the end feels short-lived because you can't disconnect it from her real well, story. But, I, right. Right.
0: but yeah. I, I guess I have to look at it from solely the purposes of what's on film, right? It's not like uh, Keenan. Laird not in this to case. I don't think <laughs> it's hard to, be, to do I don't, that. I don't right? think I don't think you can do that. I, in no, this I, That's this fair. Is not I, a, I'd say that's
2: She's true, not that's a character
0: fair.
1: that. What I mean you know? She's to going made, to
0: lose. She's going to lose. But did she win some freedom for a short period of time?
1: I mean, not As very long. Th- she literally she lives for a year after their divorce. But this is yeah, this is it's ninety
2: one. This movie. Yeah, get she dies in ninety seven. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I mean, it's a tragedy. Like, I mean, the whole thing is a tragedy. And so it's, it's hard to like separate that.
0: Yeah. You know, that's fair. No, that's definitely, listen, it's definitely a fair commentary on it. Now this film is available on Hulu. I I actually, I definitely think it's worth seeing. It's not, it's under two hours. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's filmmaking wise, really interesting. Um, and I'd have to say, again, I think the less you might know about the royal family, the more you might think of this as just a film as opposed to a biopic or something like that. You do um, kind
2: of need to understand a little bit of the d- dynamics with the husband, though. Agreed. Because if you don't, agree. then then a lot of this... But- I mean, you but can pick you agree, it up, what's happening, but it's not as. But would
0: you agree you don't need to know a lot? And maybe it's people our age who knew Princess Diana and said, I, think I don't it's know a important, ton of I knew enough. The one about thing them I think it's important
2: by. to know that they didn't really explain is that is that, uh, you know, he's cheating on her and everyone knows and no one will admit it. I think that's the main crux of this movie, is that, and it's not really expressed. I think it Fair. expects you to. So know a young
0: that. person, so a young person would it's it, like people our age who lived through it will know that, but if you know nothing, that's problematic. Uh, to the yeah, I guess I, I can't. Relationship, is.
2: like Katie's saying though, it's hard for me to separate
1: that, what I know. To me, that fe- that felt to me like a very important detail that's kind of skimmed over. You know, in, in in the story of what, what this was for her. I mean, the pearls are that. Up, I guess so, yes. Because she says they were... Over that he and gave, over Yes, again. he gave them to yeah. her. He gave them to her, yes. Are, he so do so the same they're, thing. So yes. I guess,
0: question, are they playing on the fact that they just expect us to know that? Right. So maybe that, was, but that was my question,
1: right? Is that are we so supposed to be they, coming in with some prior are. knowledge? Maybe we are. Because so maybe my the truth there makes it even worse. You know, like that he had a long standing he had a relationship with Camilla before he ever began dating Diana and so that there was I see that's the part I think
2: they don't want you to know for that's interesting because for what the theme of this movie is I think they don't want you to know that because then because there's nothing in this movie that makes him sympathetic at all he is basically Billy Zane from from Titanic when you
1: find out that he's also playing but he does say that he does say that 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 he didn't want to shoot the gun either. Right, right. But that's also just doing the thing that he's expected to do. Well,
2: that's a lot less impactful than saying, like, I lost the love of my life because I joined the army. Yeah. And she married
1: someone else. And I was wrong. I thought they wouldn't let him marry Camilla. She was still married. So Uh, she got married while he was away. He came back, started dating Diana years later. You know what he
0: should have done? Charles should have done not gone to the army no 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 (laughs) gone to army like back
1: buster to the army army. he should
0: have he should have rebuilt that house that they first made love in and then rode out in the boat (gasps) What? like in the notebook with the doves and everything just like uh just like ryan Gosling did for Rachel McAdams in the notebook. How how quickly you forget anyway? The notebook, guys. How quickly you forget. King of the Hill, bottom of the barrel time. No. Would you put this film ahead of Tragedy and Macbeth? No. No. Okay. So the answer to that is no. Would you put it below Father of the Bride? No. No. The bonks wedding.
1: The Monk's. No.
0: But I would watch the Father of
1: the Bride before I would watch this again
0: the bonks uh okay it's time for a double feature what movie would you pair with this some commenter options are one of our favorites john recommended forget a movie just watch season four of the crown listen to this guy where diane is there movies we don't need movies we'll do that um elizabeth said the queen which makes sense uh scott said naked gun which i love because uh, i must kill the queen yeah <laughs> Reggie Jackson is going to kill the queen. And finally, Kate said one of my favorite royal movies ever. I saw this in the theater John Goodman in King Ralph.
1: Never saw that. I think I did see that in the theater.
0: Oh, I'm sure you probably yeah. saw it in the I did theater love John Goodman. It's, it's, oh, oh, John Goodman. I'm sorry.
1: I'm thinking John Candy. John, no, I don't know if I did see that actually. Mm.
0: Okay. Well yep, I may we to... probably don't worry. No, we'll we're not gonna that watch on that one. <laughs> right. I don't think so. But feel free to find it if you can. It's one okay. of those movies that's probably on YouTube for free. <laughs> somebody just somebody just put a copy of it up there and they're not gonna bother taking it down. Uh but our question is this what film have you selected for your double feature? Jim?
2: Uh Get Out. Ooh. Which I think has uh similar vibes of like using someone as currency and and, uh, yeah. And somewhat of a s- less bloody but similar ending. Love it. Love it. Uh,
1: Kidding. I, I picked my favorite dark royal movie, The Favorite, mm-hmm. which was much more interesting to me. Yeah. And I, I thought it, I think we can all agree on that. Did all of oh, the same kinds of things better.
0: I think The Favorite is. Unbelievable.
2: I think the favorite
1: though is. I think there's some comedy. different
0: vibes going on with that. A little yeah. more
2: a so like, Yeah, like this. Yes. This is more sad. Yeah. So like, but yeah. I, you
0: know what I, uh, I thought about this as well, but I do think that Katie's right in terms of the queen's portrayal of what that role does to somebody is the more serious element of that movie. The dark comedy piece comes through, you know, the other characters, the queen character, I think is a manifestation of what they're trying to say. The Royal experience does to people in this movie, which is, it drives you insane and turns you into like an entitled, robot non-person corgi collector uh, yeah uh my choice they don't really is, do that though
1: they don't really do that in this movie they don't do much with elizabeth no nothing She's, no, they don't. she is a non-entity i think but it's I'm purposeful okay. I, yeah I, yeah
0: i think i'm okay with that because i think that turns it into a whole separate thing no just that, like yeah, yeah it's not
1: about
2: her
0: I, it's not no it's and about
2: the whole a- shebang it's not no yeah. big bad
0: yeah. Yep. Uh, my choice is a film I thought about a, a bunch, which is also a superior film to this, which is Midsummer. Yes. Um, because I, I really did like looking at this movie through a Midsummer lens in terms of some of the choices they made. Her experience in Florence Pugh's Danny, I thought, were interesting at times, playing off each other in terms of people who are clearly feeling out of place. In this setting, they are um, what they go there. Now, I think a lot of the themes I was thinking about as I was watching this, and even just the general filmmaking, was much better done in Midsummer. Yeah. But I do think you compare these two stylistically. I thought some choices were made were really interesting, and I do see if you like Midsummer that this film could speak to you um, in some ways in terms of the choices that were made. One
2: one thing that came up on the unspooled and I waited till now because I saw this was your choice, Brian, is that, you know, Kristen Stewart gets nominated for this, which is basically a female lead in a horror movie to some extent. This is wrapped in like this melodrama of the...
0: But it is a horror movie, I feel
2: like. It well, it's a horror vibe, but they would never classify it as a horror movie. And so like someone like Florence Pugh or Tony Collette from Uh, Hereditary those People actually thought That they might get nominated for those roles Right and horror movies Just continue to be Not something Like besides Get Out like uh, That is Respected by the Oscars it's just funny To me that like they keep Doing it and they keep doing all these Things to like you know Try to make The Oscars more accessible (laughs)
1: Like, Except man. picking movies make, that make a movie about the royal family, like, and you're yeah. gonna get in. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. nominated that,
0: because she is playing a person people know, and that, that happens yes. all the time.
1: Yeah, that's the like, dumbest thing I, I think. This didn't feel like an Oscar film to me.
0: No, it, no, it no, didn't I feel.
1: No, well, that's funny it,
2: though. It 100% feels like an Oscar movie. Right? If
1: we're, and it should if we're being stereotypical, like <laughs> if of we course know this yeah, is yeah, going to be right, nominated exactly. for an Oscar, it,
0: but exactly. I, I don't mind her nomination. Cause I think her performance is great. But to Jim's point, Florence Pugh's nomination, I think in 10 years, the lack of it, when you look at it, is going to be one of those things like people ignoring Jack Nichol- Nicholson or um, you know anybody in The Shining. You're just going to yeah. look at it and be like, "What were people thinking?" But like, think that about this like this is not considered considered to be one of the best five performances of a year.
2: Think about like the '90s when we had Titanic getting nominated, or you know, '2000s with Return of the King. Like the the fact that. Like that, something like that hasn't happened in so long. Where like, you look at a best nomination picture and you're like... Oh yeah, it was like the most popular movie this year.
0: Well, it's like Black Panther, and I feel like that oh, was that just kind of like... But, but, but it didn't win. Yeah. Well, did win. win. It was not win. No, it wasn't. And at that point, we've gone to 10 movies now as best picture. When Titanic was there, it was five. Yeah. So it's like the idea that now there's 10 pictures and you can't get things that people are going to see is really problematic. But
2: let's cut out all the... Now we don't get to see who wins for editing, and we don't... We're cutting by all the down.
0: which by you know, it's cut out cinematography editing lighting all the stuff that actually makes a movie a movie we're going to cut out of it
1: Nicole Kidman is also nominated for playing Lucille Ball somebody we know I watched yeah. that I, and I You saw the movie? Yeah. I just think I don't I don't Who, get it. did you watch it with?
0: Cuz clearly wasn't by you. myself
1: I did yeah. Um
0: interesting choice I don't know
1: I I don't think these are Oscar performances I don't, Mm.
0: well you know what this is we're still in a weird cycle here with what's being released and stuff so it'll be interesting i enjoyed this but it's also if you ask me in five to ten years is this something i'm thinking about the answer is probably no staying power i'm still thinking about midsummer or i'm thinking about the favorite which you know or i'm thinking about um jim's choice as well get out Those are all movies that I'm thinking. So this could be the lesser film in the double feature. Mm -hmm. How about that? The lesser film in the book. All right. uh, Time for five questions. You want answers? You want answers?
1: Answers. I want the truth. What makes a man, Mr. Lebowski?
0: What the fuck is the winner? Why? Five question time, and I will be answering this week. I don't even know when the last time I answered was. Here we go. Alright, I'm gonna...
2: Katie wrote them, but I'm gonna be talking so she doesn't lose her voice. Thank you. Number one, thumbs up or thumbs down? Monarchies? Uh,
0: does somebody... Give a thumbs up on a monarchy? Is that yeah. something that we're I don't I, I listen? What about the Burger King, Brian? Well, I do love the Burger King. He is
2: what about Egbert? He seems to be some kind of well, king.
0: listen. If the monarchy is Egbert, I'm thumbs up. All other monarchies, I'm thumbs down on. I'm I'm completely down on if Egbert is the monarch, then I'm with that completely. I I listen, I teach us. We do love Virginia King too. Yes, but she's just a king. She's queen Queen king. King. Um, I have never gotten. Katie like that because it's a joke about words. That was good. That was really good. I have never really got monarchies, and I teach them like the idea that people. And I know we have some level of a modern monarchy here with like just famous people's kids taking over and doing things, but. I don't know. uh,
2: That's different though. None of that is, none of that's really inherited. That's bull.
0: I don't believe that. But the reality is the idea of birthright leading to anything (laughs) is, is, is extremely problematic you it's a it's a roll of the dice you could get one good monarch and then you're going to get five bad monarchs Joffrey. so i am i am yeah really thumbs down on monarchs
2: okay number two would you rather teach a class on the british or the roman empire
0: okay so if it was one class let's I do three let's
2: throw in the holy roman right. empire as well
0: okay uh then probably the roman empire <laughs> But one of my favorite like individual classes ever to teach cuz kids were legitimately interested in it mm-hmm. was Henry VIII because I they... am like yeah all the wives and everything they were like completely down with wanting to know everything about what was going on with that guy yeah. and what he was doing to people. So that was probably the most fun to teach but I think the Roman Empire it, as a Totality is way more interesting with republics and yeah. Caesar and all that type of stuff. Um, the problem with the English, te- you know, teaching about the I, I, we don't, we didn't
2: mean teach the thing now, we meant is, like, did you, would you uh, rather
0: I'm gonna, pick I'm go one on. or that the other? Be the extra, you can, that will be the extra. <laughs> you can add that. All right, here we go.
2: If if you were giving a royal title, it would be Brian Blank of Blank,
0: Earl of Hafee hall. Yes. The place I, actually this is funny because I was talking about this beef. Aileen and I were talking about this before. If you're Mm -hmm. watching on Facebook, you can see all the U-Haul boxes behind me. The house I am currently living in is the longest I've ever lived in one single place in the, there's only, I have this house that I lived in now, uh, one other house when I was little, and then Hafey Hall was third for the longest I had ever lived Very in nice. a place in my entire life. I so was gonna say or, uh, I was Hefey gonna Hall. stick
2: with the with the Earl of Sandwich food theme, and I was gonna say you were gonna be Brian Earl of
0: Pretzel. Oh yes, I had that idea as well. People
2: love Pretzel. Ha. Ha. ha All right, number four. What's your favorite game to play with the kids? We didn't talk about the scene where. They're oh, she playing loves a playing game. the games. Yeah.
0: yeah, she loves to play games. Uh, our favorite board game in the Costello family is Sorry, the game of Sweet Revenge. Ooh,
2: we have a new one for you that you have to get, Brian.
0: Well, I've heard you've been Chicka talking Pig. about this game. Yes, I've heard that's fabulous. Eva is
1: three and aim <laughs> of Chickapig. What, what would she be? The lady of Chickapig. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Chickapig. It sounds like a fun game. I'm, I'm down for playing that. Um,
2: okay, number five or deep thoughts question. What is your advice for getting through difficult, a difficult social event? I already scotch. know this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> scotch, scotch, scotch. I love scotch. That ends with Brian Ugh.
1: peeing on the front door of the Scotchety, establishment.
0: Scotch, scotch, scotch. Yeah. I, I, I try not to put myself in uh, going to social events very much anymore.
1: Uh, yeah, the past two years have skewed this question. Yeah, because yeah.
2: even even me,
1: I feel like I've. It's I so would, easy to bow out of social events right yeah, now. Just, that's true, well, but it's also like who, who wants children, to do you can that? Really bail
0: out of a lot of events.
1: The social event like, oh, could
2: be like sick. a meeting with like five of the most awkward people on the earth, and you're like, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. Well, yeah, let, let, listen,
0: let's be abundantly clear: I have no problem talking to any person. Yeah, uh, socially awkward people who don't usually have many friends are are not problems for me. In fact, I feel like they are pulled you towards excel. me. And I i excel at dealing with people who can't make friends with anybody else. It is mm, a it is fair. a character that's strength.
2: Fair. I mean look at Jerry.
0: I know. Yeah, well, he's yeah. a pretty yeah, for Perfect years. Patrick. That's that's been for yeah, over me. 30, 30 years.
1: Look, look at you. Who would have thought? Who would have taken who care of you us <laughs> <if> not for
0: thought <laughs> That's a fair point. Yeah uh, that is five questions. All right recommendation time what are people how is reacher going last week, we finished reacher it. was a recommendation how was I it? i enjoyed it you did you watch it no i've, I've read the book so i, uh, I, you, I got, wrote, you should watch it so i've read all the books i'm going to watch it it's on our list <laughs> I, <laughs> jerry's uh, here uh,
2: sorry. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, that's amazing jerry's, jerry's listening uh i really liked it i hope they continue it because i think they did some really if good. They have
0: greenlit a second season. Around. Good, because nice.
2: they've done a good job building some characters. In, I'll be sad if they don't get the team back together. But I, you know, they will we'll see.
0: They well, if it's Reacher, it will only be Reacher, because the only character in any Reacher book that returns is it's Reacher. him. Okay, okay. But maybe they'll do it different because it's a TV show. So I don't
1: know. Uh, we've started the fourth and final season of Mrs. Maisel. Oh, it's so I good! I just love that show. Tony oh, Shalhoub.
2: Is Please a goddamn treasure. Awards. Is, Actually,
1: everyone, any awards there's not the a
2: character in that show that is not amazing right now. I agree. I agree. It is impeccably written. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Um, um, my, my, I in, in, yeah, in the game and world. The game that I love has a new release called The Witch Queen. It is awesome. I got a toy brand. Ooh. It came, my collector's edition came. With an evil that ghost. That
0: is
1: terrifying. Toward.
0: Yeah. I don't like it's that. Very alien. Loves it.
1: It's very alien I, like I, I, that. My dad and it that, talks. I don't, and, like, I don't yeah. like that
0: image. I don't know like to tell um, but it But
2: the, the good news is if you if you ever wanted to play Destiny, it's free. The base game is free to play on any system. Um and you know, if you want to buy the new one, you can. Mm. You can buy the atom. Uh
0: my choice is two films, mm. uh Bullet with Steve McQueen fabulous and this ties into our film for next week because steven um, spielberg is going to do a remake of it which will tie into our film for next week and the maltese falcon as well and my criterion choice is one of stanley kubrick's earliest films killers kiss wait and katie tell us what next week's oscar choice will be oh we're going to
1: be watching the new west side story spoiler alert i have never seen west side story Two. I have, have not seen it. We only need to watch I've the original I've never seen it on a stage. I've never seen it on a screen. Yeah, we should watch the first one.
0: Oh, you I haven't seen
2: it
1: the first in years. one then. I have read I think, Romeo and Juliet, mm, HBO. seen Romeo and Juliet in 90 forms. I've never seen West Side. 20.
0: Actually, do you know what would be awesome? Jim, have you seen it before?
1: Yeah, but not mm, forever. Okay.
0: Oh, But whatever. Let Katie watch the new one first and then watch the old one. Okay. Because you and I have seen the old one, and then we'll be watching the new one. So it'll be nice to see somebody so who has watch a perspective
2: two before our next Tom majors. Right, all right,
0: all right, you can do it. Challenge Same accepted. Same movie. Um, accepted. Wait, did you say Spielberg is remaking Bullet? He is doing a Bullet film. Yeah. Why? He, he's not Christ. remaking Bullet. He's taking the character of Bullet okay. and making a Bullet film. So I'm really interested to see what it is. I love Bullet. Okay. So good. Have you seen Bullet before?
2: No. I've ah. seen the cards. Ch- the Lombard uh, Street car you chase. You got to
0: watch it. It's awesome. Uh, and also a little plug here season three of The Shit Show. Oh, shit. It podcast. came out. It came out. It's out. It's there. You can listen it happened. to it now. All right. Finish this episode. Go listen to it right now. People we'll are loving Side that story. podcast. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's not to love about it? So many Pretty things good. to love. So many yeah. things. Uh, we'll see everybody soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. One. Bye.